Podcast number 68, Melody First, The Motive. In previous podcasts, I have made the point that through articles and interviews, most songwriters have disclosed how they compose. Beginning with a chord progression, often adding a drum beat, this stimulates melodies in their minds. For example, Bernie Taupin sends his lyrics to Sir Elton John, who then composes the music. David Byrne, in his highly acclaimed book on composing, titled How Music Works, gives great insights into modern music composition and the music business in general. The other method of composition is to start with a melody, which is then harmonized and lyrics added. Whatever method you use, or a combination of both, after a period of time, the music will start to sound the same, or worse, writer's block will develop. For hundreds and hundreds of years, composers have used certain techniques to develop unlimited melodies. Probably the most often used is to develop a motive. A motive is a musical statement, a fragment or phrase which can be developed into a musical sentence, a section, or a complete work, ranging from a song to a symphonic movement. The most famous example, of course, is the opening of Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. For anyone wishing not only to compose, but also to improvise in any style, these techniques will lead to compositions and solos that are cohesive with direction, architecture, and logic. In addition, motives create hooks that make the difference between an ordinary and a great song. In past podcasts, I have highlighted the existence of melodic, harmonic, and rhythmic hooks. Please see podcast number 57, The Hook. I will play examples of each technique. I would recommend you experiment with each technique on your own instrument. Play as many of each one as you can. The ideas you like record, possibly on your phone or a digital recorder. It is important to keep a log of all your melodies. I've heard many songwriters and soloists say they do this all the time. If possible, also on a keyboard or guitar. I highly stress the importance of any serious student of composition to have a working knowledge of these instruments. Also, singing all the time, whether you are a singer or not. Get the music inside you. Also, play the drums, even with just a pair of sticks. This has been proven to aid in mental and physical well-being. All this is easily accomplished today with the free lessons available on YouTube. Okay, let's start with the basic motive. First of all, pick a scale, major or minor, play four to seven, eight notes, then pause. This will be the opening phrase. Chapters and books have been written on the definition of a phrase. I think the best way to think of a phrase is a group of notes in one breath coming to a pause similar to a comma in a sentence. Horn players naturally breathe in their phrases, but sometimes guitarists and pianists, they could keep playing on and on. So by breathing or singing along, their phrases will be more coherent through pausing and resting points. Okay, for our basic motive, I will start with a five note motive I am using the notes G, D, C, B-flat, and A. The first technique will be repetition, repeating a motive or phrase either exactly or with a slight variation of melody or rhythm 
is one of the most used techniques in modern songwriting. First, I will play the motive twice. Now I will play the motive a couple of times with different variations. You can see how useful that technique would be. Now for the second technique is a sequence. In this technique, the motive's interval pattern is placed starting on a different note. The intervals are the distance between the notes, thereby imitating the original idea only on a different level. The sequence may be rhythmically exact or varied. The study of intervals is quite detailed, which I do not want to get into here. But for now, if you're familiar with it, fine. If not, just keep the distance between the notes, second, third, fourth, etc. And of course, use your ear as a guide. First, I will play the original motive. Then I will play a sequence moving up one step higher. And then I'll play one one step lower. Now, in a song or a solo, the sequences would be spaced farther apart, although I have seen them come one right after another or joined by connecting material. In this next example, I will play the motive and then follow it with a sequence one step higher, but with variation. I'll alter the rhythm of the notes and I'll add some notes in. As you can see, I've only done one variation for each, but try to do as many as you can off of each motive. It will give you an endless amount of ideas. For those of you interested in improvising, I know there's many schools of thought. Some say play certain scales against certain chords. Others say work off the arpeggios with passing tones and non-chord tones, or a combination of both. But I feel if you include this, the development of a motive, it will give you the most logical means of construction. The next technique is augmentation. Here, the motive may be altered by doubling the time value of each note. You could do it exactly or just stretch it out in any way you wish. Here, I will play an example where I doubled it exactly. In other words, an eighth note will become a quarter, a quarter, a half, and a sixteenth will become an eighth. You could also use a sequence and then double the sequence. In our next technique, diminution. The motive may be altered by decreasing the time value of each note by half. Let's listen to that example. Here we have endless possibilities for, if you're a soloist, for some fast runs on your instrument, or a songwriter, maybe not in the melody, but in the background, maybe the guitar part or high strings or horn parts, anything layered in the background. The next technique is called random rhythmic variation. Here you could alter the original motive 
by randomly changing the time value of each note. Just be totally free. Here you would be totally free to change the rhythm, to use sequence, variation, anything you want. All these techniques, of course, are interchangeable and work together. This is especially useful in soloing in rock, because in the rock idiom, most of the solos stay within one or two modes. So these techniques can be especially useful. In songwriting, they can give you hundreds of ideas off of one motive. Not that you're going to use it in one song, but it could lead to many, many songs or many, many backgrounds. The next technique is very interesting, retrograde. In this technique, the notes of the original idea will be played backwards with or without variation. This one I find very useful because it has a sense that you're going somewhere and then returning home. I will play now the original motive, then I will play the retrograde exactly, and then I will play the retrograde with variation. Retrograde can be very, very useful in that it brings a sense of closure to the idea. Inversion. To invert a phrase or a motive, you start on the same note, or actually you could start on a different note, you keep the same interval distance. Now, as I said, if you're not familiar with intervals, you reverse the direction. For example, if you move five notes up, then move five notes down. So everything is moving in opposite direction from the original motive. I'll play two examples. First, I will play the original motive, then I will play the inversion, and then I will play inversion with variation. The next technique is called fragmentation and extension. In this technique, a group of notes from the end of the motive is developed and extended. In my previous podcast, dealing with analysis of popular songs, I have seen this countless times, especially in the outros. In this example, I will take the last three notes of the motive and make a continually rising sequence. In this example, I will start an octave lower. That type of example would be very useful for a solo or instrumental background to a song or to whatever type of composition you're working on. And the last technique I'd like to mention is silence. A pause at the right moment can be as effective as any musical statement. So what we have just seen is a motive subjected to the following techniques. Repetition, sequence, augmentation, diminution, random rhythmic variation, retrograde, inversion, and silence. These techniques will give you an endless reservoir of ideas and material for melodic construction. In this podcast, we have seen how a motive can be developed into an unlimited number of phrases. 
on which any number and type of compositions may be composed. In other words, a cell which can grow into a complete work. In our next podcast, we will join these cells together to form a section, which can be a verse, chorus, bridge, any type of section in your song you wish. Thank you so much for listening. If you are interested, I have videos on YouTube dealing with different aspects of composition. Also, a book available on Amazon, The Songwriter's Guide to Melodies. I'd like to leave you with this quote from Bob Marley. One good thing about music, when it hits you, you feel no pain.